What up, what up, what up, what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Grateful Eight. Got my co-host alongside me, alongside me, Mr. Marcus Watts. Thank you for joining me on this beautiful Monday morning. I'm excited for our inaugural episode. What is this show about? We're going to give them the eights on the Grateful Eight. I'm really excited to see what we can do with this platform, man. You know, it's something me and you have been talking about for a long time. But how you doing this morning, my man? I'm doing good, bro. Yo, it is a beautiful day. It's like low. It's like high 60s here in Dallas right now. It's like super sunny. I had a nice drive out, drive back to the apartment this morning. Yeah, it's a good it's like I'm I'm drinking my water. You know what I'm saying? It's a good day, man. And, and it's all, you know, again, always, always good to see you, man. That's why we do this. So. Amen, brother. And we talk about, you know, spending time with friends and family and how important it is to us. And that's kind of one of the premises of this show is me and you wanted to spend some more time together, catching up, talking about things we care about. But to get this show started today, I have a little, uh, we need to have a little life advice conversation because I've got a neighbor across the street from me who, uh, Invites me to a lot of social events. Now, this uh, gentleman, I'm, I'm in my mid-30s. This guy's probably mid to late 40s, if not 50s. Um, I, I live in a little subdivision, so he's kind of like the, we'll call him the mayor of the <laughs> subdivision. And uh, very nice guy, always weighs high to right. me. Um, kind of an older guy. Doesn't look like we have a lot in common. My man's a little bit out of shape. He's got a bald head. Um, I don't see him grabbing golf clubs or anything okay. like that, so... I don't know how much we specifically have in common, but this specific individual invites me to a lot of social events. And last week, you know, you pull into your driveway and there's somebody standing right by your yard and they're having a conversation. You're like, I'm, I'm getting wrapped into this. Like I'm, there's no way I'm avoiding these people. So last week I uh, pull into my driveway and my next door neighbor, and we're going to call this gentleman, Mr. Jim, Mr. Jim is uh, talking to my next door neighbor and they're just out there hanging out. So I'm like, Hey, what's going on fellas? How are we doing today? Good, good. And Mr. Jim says, hey, Brenton, come here for a second. All right, here we go. What are we about to get into right now? So I need to preface this story, though, with last summer, he got my phone number through a, through an exchange of being new neighbors. And uh, I would randomly get texts from this dude at like 11 o'clock at night on a Thursday night. Hey, if anybody wants to come over, come over and have a cocktail, blah, 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 blah. So my man, like I'm visioning this man just sitting in his house, like turning up by himself. He gets he gets some bravery through the cocktails and he's like, I'm going to invite the whole neighborhood over. We're turning up. Right. So long story short, he invites me. um, He invites me and my next door neighbor to a happy hour on Thursday. And I'm all for happy hours. I love, you know, getting together, especially with a group of guys talking a little bit, whatever. Well, as this story progresses, so that was on a Monday. I get a text on Tuesday. I get a text on Wednesday. Okay. I get a text on Thursday. Hey, you coming? Hey, what's good? You coming? Hey, you coming? Needless, needless to say, I uh, pulled the family card and I told them that, uh, okay. you know, kids, the kids and the wife need me. Can't, I can't show up to this happy hour this time. Uh, please invite me to the next right. one. So sorry. So my question to you, Marcus, is one, do you become friends with your next door neighbors? And two, how many texts is too many texts? When you are inviting somebody to a function. Yeah. Okay. So the neighbor thing, it's like you need to have some relationship with your neighbors, you know, because 
you need somebody, things are just going to happen. You know, you might be out of town, you know, you need somebody to, to grab a package for you. You know, sometimes, you know, you got some neighbors that, you know, just have a little more free time and they pay very closely attention to what's happening in the neighborhood. Never, a, you know, you know, it can be irritating, but it's not a bad thing to have people just paying attention to things that go on, you know. But it's a thin line. You know, sometimes you actually become tight with your neighbors. You know what I mean? Like you actually, but it's a very thin line to walk because you don't want people to just start getting too comfortable to where they're texting you. Like, bro, like if you're going to text me like after, you know, nine or nine o'clock or say, bro, it better be about some like sports stuff. Or if you're going to invite me to something, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can invite, but like, if I don't respond, bro, don't keep texting me. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm free, like I will hit you back. If I have the mental capacity for it, I will hit you back. If I don't, I, I just don't, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's the thing that I kind of learned like in my later days, like, yo, like, you don't have to respond to everything, you know? <laughs> so what I did was, bro, I developed this little tactic to where like, whenever people text me, when I don't want to have, want them to have access to me, I just don't respond. And I wait till like the next morning and I'll be like, hey, you know, I was off my, hey, sorry, you know, I'm, I'm off. Sometimes I just go off devices. You know what I mean? After like a certain time, because I'm trying to work on my sleeping habits. And then Do you have your red receipts on though. Cause that's, that's going to be a key point in this though. Do you have your read receipts that's on? A, that's a good, that, so that's a good question. So I do not keep my red receipts on for everyone, only for people that I want to know or only for people that I really, really care about. Um, because I do want you to know that I saw your message. And if you like, for instance, if you see, I saw your message and I don't respond, you'll, you'll just know, Hey, he saw what I wanted him to see. Like, let's say it's something about the podcast or like you're, I'm coming into town or whatever we get. So like you saw, you know that I saw it, but if I didn't respond, you know, I didn't ignore you. You know, it's just, I didn't have the capacity to respond back at, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a little different. I only turn them on for people like, like you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the difference though, too. So I do have a couple neighbors that I'm actually friends with. So I got a guy across the street, um, same kind of scenario. We kind of just became buddies, but the, the dialect is so much different. So a couple weeks ago, uh, he hits me up. Hey, it ain't, it ain't the same. He hits me up a couple weeks ago. I pull into my driveway um, you could tell he was getting ready for something. He had a nice little fit on. I was like, Oh, what, what you got going on, bro? What's up? What's up? And he was like, Hey man, I'm having people over tonight for the fight. You should slide through. Perfect. So put the kids to bed, situated the wife. Of course I went over there, man. I had a blast. They had wings, they had cocktails. They had the fights on multiple TVs. Different environment. Was, that was cool. Right. Then we got a buddy up the block. I'm, I'm walking by his house and, uh, they're getting moved in. And so I want to be a good neighbor, say what's up to him. I'm walking with my daughters and he's setting up a home gym in his garage. I'm like, all right, Uh-oh. cool. I got some things in common with this dude. So like, that was easy. Right. But Mr. Jim, I don't, I don't know anything about this dude. Other than the fact, I know he turns up and loves to drink and he invited me to this function of his coworkers. Yeah. I don't even know where the man works, bro. I was thinking like, yeah, I yeah. could go to this. It could be, it could be just a chill bunch of old dudes or I'm going to go and it's going to be a bunch of old rich guys that are in there just tearing it up. And I'm going to have to keep up with these dudes. Either way, I was like not super yeah. interested uh, in either scenario. So yeah, I think yeah. there's plus and minuses. And what you were saying, like I want somebody to be able to watch my house when I'm gone or, hey, do you mind you know, grabbing that package for me? Stuff like that. But 
I think overall, bro, it's, it's, it's a fine line of like, I fool with you and yeah, two, yeah. like, I need you to be my friend. I need you to be my friend. And that guy's in the, I need you to be my friend. And I, I can't, I can't no, mess with no, that. No. <laughs> so I do have, I do have one tip though. So here's, so here's what you do. What you do is you, you set the X. And so this is like a tactic I, I learned for like business stuff too. Just like not being available, like always seeming like you have something going on. So, um, what you do is you tell them, Hey, look like, yo, I would love to come, you know, thanks for the invite. Or maybe you don't seem so enthusiastic based on this guy's, you know what I'm saying? Situation, but you just kind of already have the out where it's like, look, I got a really packed schedule. There's a couple things that I'm waiting on to come through or get word on, you know, with the wife or whatever. So, uh, I'll try to stop by. So that way, when you go, you already got the, Hey, look, Hey, I'm just, cause sometimes I will go to people's things when they know I'm busy as shit. I'll just show face like, yo, you invited me. I came through, you know what I'm saying? I got to go all the way across town and do this shit, but I stopped what I was doing to come by. Uh, and as, a, and you know what I do? Here's, here's a secret. You go to Trader Joe's, you buy like five bottles of the $6 red wine and just keep it on tuck. So anytime I slide through, I'm just like, sure. yo, but I bought you some wine. Y'all have a good evening. I'm out. You know what I mean? <laughs> telling you works every time. And then you're like, I'm never going back there again. Or you're like, hold on a second. That shit was kind of cool. The guys were nice. They're actually like, like you said, it might be some super rich guys. And so you're like, wait, I might need to learn from this group. You know what I'm saying? So right. <laughs> for sure. And I think like that's where, uh, having a wife and kids is like the best, um, out ever right i can always just say oh my wife needs me or oh my kid's not feeling well or, you know hey, my, my my kid's not sleeping well you know so i always have an out which is great but i, I think you hit a good point there as we kind of wrap this up is you got to try it because who knows if i go hang out with mr jim i may have a great time and like you said the the networking abilities and stuff there could be some really cool potential there um because i know uh, Isaiah is my, my buddy across the street. I would hang out with Isaiah the next time he has fights or is watching the games or whatever. I'm going to his house for sure. Cause I had such a great time. So we'll see. I'm, I'm going to kick this one down the road. Cause I also don't want to be the asshole that never hangs out. Like this dude's yeah. inviting me multiple times. I don't want to be that dude. That's just saying no to everything either. Cause I think then, then you just kind of look like a dick and, and I ain't yeah, trying I to be you. that either. Yeah, no, no, I feel you. I, I think, um, it's like, you just give it a try and see, but also there's something that you mentioned about like the awareness is like, like, and we talked about this, like not wanting to drink like all the time. So like when somebody's like initial connection is like, Hey, we're drinking, we're having, co-, I'm like, bro, like, I don't really, I really don't drink like that anymore. You know, like I'll have a glass of wine or, you know, me and Kylie go do something. I'll have a marg or something, but like, I'm not really drinking like that. And I don't really you know, maybe, maybe that's just a season for right now, but that's a part of it for you too. Cause you're like, I'm not trying to go over there as much as you're training and you know, you've been working on yourself. You're like, I'm not trying to get over there and, you know, have a fifth of tequila or something. <laughs> hey, cause the gas pedal only goes one direction. You know how that works. Once that thing starts getting pushed, it just goes right to the that's floor. What I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'll be coming back from happy. I'll be coming yeah. back from happy hour. Tore up. That's what I'm saying. Hey. So <laughs> Rain's asking you to put something together from IKEA, and you're like, "Listen, honey, this is not this, this is not gonna work." My wife's never gonna let me hang out with Mr. Jim again. <laughs> never. She's like, "No." 
All right, Marcus. So uh, the whole point of today's episode is talking about what we're all about. And, you know, the reason we're starting this, you know, what the Grateful Eight represents, which is obviously hopefully a reflection of you and myself. And um, man, it, it was it's been a somewhat long process. You know, we tried some some things to get to this point. I know me and you have um, had a long friendship that has came in different ways, shapes, you know, opportunities, things like that, whether it was fitness back in the day, whether it was business opportunities later in life. Um, but we've always just kind of had this connection. So one of my main goals in 2023 was to do a podcast. Now I have done a podcast. I did a podcast back. Actually, it was right about when COVID was starting. I started the prescribed change podcast uh, myself. I know you, I'll let you touch on your experience in the podcast space as well before, but it was something I wanted to revamp in 2023. I felt like the time was right. Um, my schedule was was open to it as far as the opportunities to um, spend some spend some time and effort to make it be what I wanted it to be. But long story short, man, here we are. Um, the time is now. We talked about all the different topics that we wanted to be covering in this episode or in these episodes. Um, we talked about all the things that are important to us and. That's essentially how we landed on the Grateful Eight name. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that here in just a second. But I would love to hear just a little bit more about your mindset as we kind of led up to today and and getting this podcast going. Yep. I'm glad that we're doing this one to just kind of share, you know, the real origins of it and what we hope people will be able to take from it. Um, you know, you and you and I have talked about it so much. So what Brenton and I uh, had for a while was just a running call like every week or every two weeks where we could literally just get on and we could talk about business stuff or we could just talk about whatever, but it was a time to just like, Hey, I made this time for you. Um, so you and I could keep touch, you know, and that's vice versa. Both of us It's like, Hey, we're putting this side of time, this side of this time aside, because like I see value in you. And, you know, we wanted to put that effort in to keep in touch because, you know, I've been really bad at like, I don't really like to talk on the phone a bunch, you know, unless maybe I'm like in the car driving somewhere and I have to. And it's like, how am I going to make sure that I put effort into maintaining meaningful relationships? So that kind of was like, man, these conversations are really good. You know, you are specifically, I would ask you how to handle certain situations that I'm not really equipped for because like I haven't had those experiences, you know? So, and I think that's an important thing for people to think about when it comes to your friends. It's like, you know, Brenton's married. He's, you know, his, his third child is going to be born soon. You know, he's sold multi, he's bought and sold multiple houses. Like, you know, he's been in the corporate space. He's been in the private space. He's done things with large organizations like CrossFit, one of the biggest brands in the world. He's done things with smaller ones and midsize ones and his own stuff and his wife, the same, the same thing. So it's like, he's somebody that can teach me things. So it was important to me to like invest that time and be able to have somebody I trust to ask those questions. I don't think people do that enough with their friends. You know, it's just like a lot of times people don't support their friends' businesses. They're willing to go buy from celebrities and shit like that. It's like, yo, you have people that know stuff. They can give you this insight, you know? So, um, then it evolved into this man. And I appreciate you. Yeah. And I think for me, you know, I started to look at, I made a career change, just under a year ago. And I kind of remember sitting there thinking like, okay, what do I want? Right? Like, what do I want out of my life? What do I want out of my time? What do I want out of my effort? And, um, 
I think the professional side of my career was always going to be a big pillar. It's how I provide for my family and things like that. But there was also little mini pillars for Brenton personally that I needed to fill. And one of those was fitness. So I, I started to dive into that. Uh, my creativity, which I'm able to dive into that with my personal platforms and then my wife's platforms. Um, I'm working on some things behind the curtain that are fulfilling some of my other niche things that I've been always passionate about and things I wanted to work on. But one of the main ones was this space. Um, I've always been passionate about having conversations, whether it's an interview space, whether it's a show space, whether it's um, on platforms, like you mentioned, you know, hosting events, things like that. I always have enjoyed the opportunities uh, given to me when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I felt like it was just kind of time to create my own opportunity and to start taking the things I care about, the things I'm passionate about and turning them into something that could be relayed to other people, whether it is um, fun based where we're talking about things that, you know, preferably the Celtics and the Patriots, because those are my two favorite teams or, you know, diving into some of that knowledge um, that I do have in different spaces, whether it's, you know, business and relationships and things like that. Cause as, as you mentioned, I've been through a lot. I know you've, you've been through a lot as well. And so as I came to find with a lot of the conversations I was having with my buddies is, is I was having a lot of the same conversations multiple times. And so I'm hoping we're going to be able to take those conversations and turn them into episodes for you guys, where you can kind of just, you know, hopefully get some inspiration, maybe get a little guidance, maybe have a little fun along the way. So Marcus, the whole idea behind grateful eight was we came up with eight pillars that just kind of established what this show was all going to be able be about. Grateful eight just kind of rolled off the tongue. We're both, I think we're both uh, grateful human beings for the different opportunities that we're able to get based on hard work or relationships and things like that. But grateful eight just sounded right. We, we talked about all the different names we could have had, and this one just kind of hit, hit it right on the dot. And so the reason we call it the grateful eight is our eight pillars for the show. They include sports, family, culture, business, entertainment, relationships, growth and fitness. And I think if you looked at me and you as personalities from afar, I think you would see a piece of all eight of those things throughout both the ways me and you live our lives. And that's, what's going to make this uh, show so much fun is the opportunity just to be able to talk about things that we're passionate about that we're already doing on a day-to-day basis and kind of just exploring the the different avenues of, of those. So I think what I'd like to do now is just kind of dive into each one just real quick. We'll spend about, you know, one to two minutes talking about what each of those is going to entail. So getting started here with sports, we both love the NBA. I'm a huge NBA guy. I did play college football. However, um, when it comes to what sport am I most passionate about, it's the Boston Celtics. It's the NBA playoffs. It's honestly the NBA season as a whole. And so that's definitely going to be a pillar that we're going to be touching on. And then um, I'm hoping that football, once the fall comes, will also be a pillar that we can talk about because I am still ingrained in the sports world as far as football goes, and I have a passion for that as well. So what are your thoughts on the sports? Are you, are you, are you hoping that we just talk about the Orlando Magic every opportunity we get or what? I think we're five years Gosh, that hurts so much to say from from having from having any conversations about the Orlando Magic. There's going to be some highlights, but I do not have. I mean, well, that that would be a dream. But uh, no, no. You know, when it comes to sports, you know, it's like you said, you know, sports is a really big part of who we are. 
and, and a couple of these other topics, I mean, it's the same thing and that's why we, we have them in, but you know, same, like same thing, you know, football for me was like my first love. I was just talking to my nephew about this yesterday. Yes. My first love. Like I only played basketball cause I knew I was going to be tall. And when I made the decision for college basketball over football, it was like, I don't run a four or five. I'm six foot eight. It's hard for me to put on weight. They're going to red shirt me and make me play tight end. And I'm gonna get beat up anyway. So I like to hit, but, um, I was like basketball is, you know, a hundred guys on a roster, you know, or at camp, you know, 50 got something guys make the roster. I was like basketball, 18 guys, you know, let's, let's give it a go. So, but, um, I think just the passion for sports, like, you know, even when you stop playing, you still have this connection to the game and you find new ways. And we know people, you know, that there's more people out there just like us. So, uh, don't care about teams necessarily, but you know, I just love hearing your thoughts in other people, you know, that's how I run all my social media. It's like an open soundboard. I just love to hear what people think and have to say. So um, I'm looking forward to just what stories come up in sports and, you know, hearing what you have to say on them. And I think it's also not just, you know, what teams are winning, but also, you know, what the athletes are doing with their um, platforms and, you know, things that are going on as far as, you know, I'm sure we'll get into like NIL deals in the college space and, uh, you know, upcoming drafts and stuff so like that. So happening in sports, sports is, is a great platform that, that both of us can really dive into. Speaking of which baseball kind of has my attention a little bit more now with the things that they're doing in the game. Like I'm not, I mean, I would never watch a game on TV ever, ever, ever. I love going to see them in person, but baseball, I think they're starting to do some of the things right now. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm actually starting to Think about that myself. You know, maybe this is something I might want to get back into because I'm with you. I've always enjoyed going to the games in person just to hang out, but it could it could be starting to make some rounds here. So I'm excited to see uh, what they do with the personalities and stuff like that. So great call there. Our next topic is uh, obviously a very important one to me is family. And right now I'm in a stage of life where I am 36 years old. I have unfortunately been married and divorced once. And then I got remarried about five years ago, been with my current wife for seven years. And we have two daughters. I have my oldest named rain. I have a middle child, (laughs) bam, bam. We tease and call her, but her name is Rylan Murphy. So I have rain Marie Rylan Murphy. And then my son is on the way here in the next couple weeks. So my hands are full, but it is a huge pillar of my life. And I'm excited to be able to dive into you and, and where you're at with your family and talk about some of the experiences there. So what are you looking forward to as far as family goes uh, inside these, these topics? You know, uh, I'm going to be complete. I'm going to be completely honest. This was one of those, you know, when we were, you know, having our conversations and whatnot, this, this was the type of stuff that I was kind of asking you about a lot. Some of it was navigating things now and, you know, in preparation for the future. And some of it was like when I'm in that scenario. Um, So honestly, when it comes to family, I'm more excited to just hear to see what I can learn from you, because I know I want a family. You know what I mean? Um, And I know I'm not like, do I think that I have the tools and I'm prepared for it? Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm aware that you don't know what you don't know. You know, so you have such, and I think that one thing, you know, if you guys don't know Brenton personally, something you're going to realize about him is he has a lot of oh self-awareness and he has general awareness of situations in a way that like can only come from somebody who has 
experience looking outside themselves because that's what a lot of people do. They only look at themselves, how they're affected, how they feel. And look, you know, you need to take care of yourself. You know, that's why it's called, you know, self-awareness, you know, what is it? Um, self-confidence, you know, but having somebody like you to give me perspective and, and again, the relation, the type of relationship you have with your wife and with your kids. And again, you know, when you talk about Brenton talking about, you know, um, a life change or a career change, you know, he's doing that for himself and his family, but also that's a hard thing to try to do. Most of you guys haven't, for those of you that haven't done it, but you kind of want to, you probably haven't because of that fear of what it takes and the time it takes to build that up. And again, for someone with a family, I'm like, for you to not have that fear, you know, and how you navigated that, I have a lot of respect for. So for me, it's just, what can I learn from, from you and to make myself a better man? That's dope. I was just thinking about how I handle real quick, how I handle like my place in the world right now, as far as being a dad and kind of the leader of my family. And we were just talking about sports. So my brain's still in the sports realm. I kind of feel like I'm like a late nineties Jordan and I'm like, don't worry, I'm going to get to the point as to how. So I don't have all the crazy skill set that I used to have. Right. But I have wisdom and I have the ability to take my team, which is Nicole my daughters, you know, and such. And I have the ability to make them the best version of themselves. And I'm going to hold them accountable Mm. to being the best version of themselves. Because if I can have them have my back and we can, we can really accomplish some really cool things. So that one just kind of came to me. I think I'm a late Jordan, late nineties, Jordan dad. That's my goal. I think if, if if I look at the big Mm. picture, I want to be a leader. I want to be accountable and I want to get after it. So Anyway, <laughs> out of nowhere, that one came to me. So I wanted to hit that real quick. I, I like that. No, dude, I like I like that, so, man. You know, like he, had his, he had to learn a little bit. He had his ups and downs. But by the time he got to the late 90s, he knew what to do. And I feel like I'm, I'm getting close to that. I'm probably like 95, 96 Jordan. I won't say I'm like 98 Jordan yet. But, um, you know, we're, yeah. we're taking we're taking the leaps and bounds. Yeah. You have a lot of self-awareness, man. You know. All right. So the next topic that we are going to cover here at the grateful eight is culture and marcus i know this one's probably a little bit more your realm than mine i am passionate about you know different music and movies and things like that Um, what are you specifically hoping to get out of um, the topic of culture as we dive into it uh, on our show you know what when it comes to like just like culture stuff you know i'm thinking you know what you know what's happening you know as far like like for instance right now chat b chat gpt I would say is a big thing like in our culture right now in AI and is this shit going to turn into Skynet or what <laughs> actually super funny. Um, that's a Terminator reference for those of y'all that don't know. And when they were some of the AI stuff that we're, we were seeing it progress, I literally sat Kylie down for like 20 minutes and I broke down the Terminator timeline and pulled up the YouTube clip from the first Terminator or the second Terminator where the creator, the main scientist is Skynet. If you know this, then you know it. If you don't, just YouTube it. Finds out that what he's working on, what it becomes in the future. So like, you know, chat GPT and what's happening with AI. And I just, I'm intrigued by the things that people are are into so I can f- make sure to remove myself from the things that are not like filling my cup but still understand it, you know, just know enough about it to understand it, you know? And, and, and honestly, bro, I like when people disagree with me because 
I want to hear what people honestly think about it. So I can try to just see from their point of view. Like I listen to a lot of like, I listen to left wing stuff. I listen to right wing stuff. I'll subscribe to stuff that you would never think I would subscribe to just because I want to understand why do you think the way you do? Like, why do you feel so aggravated? Why do you feel so attacked? You know, so that way I can always keep perspective and not get caught in my own ecosystem. Cause if all I do is talk to, and also bro, I guess like that's another reason I would say that I push so hard for us to do this because I know that you will keep me grounded and give me perspective. You won't just let me like go off the deep end. You know, like when one of my homeboys hits me up and he's like, oh, you know, my ex-girl did this or, you know, now he's getting divorced or something. You know, my wife did this and my, you know, yada, yada. And I'll be like, okay, I understand what you're saying. And dude, that's messed up. I just want to make sure that as we're going through this, that you are taking accountability for the part that you played. Because no matter what, whether you're the victim or not, like you still played a part in it. And we want to make sure that going forward that you can make those adjustments and not repeat those same things, you know? So that's another reason that I enjoy learning these things, you know, and being involved in pop culture and stuff. I mean, there's a big thing with um, right now, I'll just say it. So Netflix had is had tried to have their second live event for a show called Love is Blind. Kylie loves it. I watch with her sometimes. I really don't understand it, but it's, you basically choose if you're going to marry somebody after talking to them in cubes, in cubicles. And then there's a wedding. You decide if you want to say yes at the altar. So they were having this reunion. It was going to be live. So I don't really give a, give a shit about it. But the interesting thing is what is Netflix trying to do with this? Cause it's a worldwide event. This is a serious thing. People are really, what Netflix is doing with digging into reality TV is very interesting to me because they're starting to make themselves an actual TV network. You know what I mean? So that type of stuff is interesting. And that's like shit that's happening in the culture. For sure. I think that's dope. Strongly suggest watching the mole on Netflix. That's a reality show that me and my wife really got into. So just throw that little cube out there. What? Wait, wait, I seen a little bit about it. What's that one about? Give me, give me the quick, give me the quick breakdown. Think of like road rules, real world challenge, but one of the contestants is a mole. And so the whole group is doing these competitions to add money to the pot. But one person in that group is the mole. And so they're <laughs> either like sabotaging or they're doing other things, but you actually never really know who the mole is until the very end. And the way they eliminate people instead of voting them off an Island or anything like that, the way they eliminate people is you have to take a quiz and you take the quiz essentially trying to answer questions as if you know who the mole is and whoever has the most questions wrong gets kicked off the show. All right, I might have to, might have to check this one out. Then we might need to do like a little mole. Like, uh, is it like, is it like one of the things where they release new episodes like every week, or you can just binge it? You can binge it now. I believe they were probably doing a week to week when it first dropped, but it's it, it's a good one. So I do. I'm all with right, you. All right. We're gonna dive back into that Netflix reality show because I do think that's the route they're going. All right, all right. So for our fourth pillar, we have business, and I know for me and you. This is something we're constantly striving to get better at, to learn more about, and to have conversations about. I do know me and you personally, before this show even started, we would have these conversations on multiple occasions, whether it's talking about automation software, talking about how to organize yourself, you know, personal steps that we've each taken to better ourselves inside the professional and business realms. So I know for me, I'm just excited to be able to share some of the knowledge I feel like I have and how it can help, especially small businesses you touched on a little bit. 
for those of you that don't know, um, me and my wife opened a gym. It was successful within the first 30 days. Ended up closing after two years just because it was kind of more of a passion project than it was, you know, a financial extravaganza for us. Um, we were kind of just more or less doing it on the side. And once we did it, we proved ourselves we could do it. It was time to move on. But that doesn't mean that the business stops. You know, there's been different opportunities here in the last five years that have taken me and Nicole on different routes as far as our careers and business and stuff like that. And so I look forward to talking about one, you know, my experience and even red flags that I've had in, in past circumstances with companies and things like that. But then also talking about opportunity for people to really level up and to become better at whatever career path they're on. I know for me and you, it's, it's a lot of media marketing. It's a lot of automations. It's a lot of CRM, stuff like that. But um, I do think that we can both provide value in other spaces as well. So do you have any thoughts on business? Yeah, I, I think, you know, Brenton said some really, some really cool stuff. It's about like really trying to live the life. So, you know, I have this like five minute journal, actually Jack, I'm not sure here. Jack actually got me this. And then I have a um, affirmations journal right here. And uh, most of the stuff there is about creating the life that you want to live and earning that right to live that life and have those things. Not all of it's around material things, but we're talking things like that Britain's has more of now, which is the time to be there to work and provide for his family, but also be closer to the family, be there with his wife, be there with his kids, have the flexibility to work when you want. And if you don't want to work, you don't necessarily have to work, whether it's that day, that week or that month um, and creating the things time wise as, as well as, you know, of course, financially to provide every opportunity possible for yourself and your family. So um, I think that there'll be a lot of stuff because we've started a lot of businesses, you know, you know, like, be said, we're both on that digital side of things. We've got different skill sets inside of those. And, um, now we're helping a lot of small businesses and larger businesses create those same opportunities for themselves, but not make the same mistakes that we made, you know, on every facet, you know, of business. So yeah, I'll, it'll be exciting to share some of that stuff as we're, as we're going through it. All right. So we've hit the halfway point of our show here. We're talking about the Grateful Eight. We've already touched on sports, family, culture, and business. And now we're going to wrap up the final four, which are entertainment, relationships, growth, and fitness. So next one is that is up is entertainment. This one I am actually super excited about. I hope I have the time and the capacity to dive into this to give it its its due. But, you know, movies, music, things like that. I think, you know, we, we both have you know, favorite actors, favorite artists, things like that. So I think that from an entertainment realm, um, just kind of being able to talk about what's going on a little bit. You know, I, I love doing movie dives. Um, recently saw Air this weekend. I won't touch. We're going to save that for a different episode. But when saw Air this weekend was an unbelievable movie. Been a lot of new music that's came out recently that I would love to continue to talk about and, and artists and things like that. Uh, you know, we, we hear Taylor Swift's doing some big things in the industry. So Really excited to, you know, take some time out of my day to dive into a little bit of that. Marcus, is there anything specific you're looking forward to with uh, the entertainment side? Yeah. And again, for me, it's always like seeing what people are doing and trying to draw inspiration from it. So, you know, you mentioned the Taylor Swift thing because we had that in our notes. 
just as a pop culture happening. And, you know, she did, she had like three sold out shows in Tampa, like back to back to back. People are going crazy for her. The tickets are like insane. It's like the show is like B said, he heard that she did some like 50 songs straight. Like that type of stuff is interesting to me because I just want to learn, what can I learn from that? Like, how do you develop the ability to garner that much respect? I think that's where it, and, and you know, like you said, same thing, man, I got to decompress, you know, so just trying to shut your brain off from always working and, you know, you know, you and I talk about, you know, the burden that men carry in general and then that society places on us. Then we put on ourselves on top of that. I think the entertainment stuff shows, you know, we were talking about, you know, how you're not really into the Star Wars like universe, but you're seeing some of the things happening and you're like, yo, I feel like I might need to get on board with this. So like I'm huge Star Wars Mandalorian, like X-Men, like all that, like DC Marvel. I'm more of a Marvel guy. DC kind of let me down <laughs> when I was a kid. So I, I just moved over to Marvel cause they started making movies. Um, so yeah, I just, just catching up with that, being able to decompress the brain, but also like, man, with these amazing things happen. And then I see what can I learn? And then the shitty situations, like, you know, the shootings and things like that, that are more somber things. Like, you know, what those type of things just remind me of, you know, I need to be tactical. I need to be aware of my surroundings. You know, I need to be thankful for the things I have. So I think the entertainment stuff's going to give us a, a, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of variety. Oh, I am crazy psycho about Marvel movies. I watch, I think you're in the same boat. I watch all the like trailer breakdowns. I'm, I'm watching like the fan breakdowns of what could be happening, what should be happening. I'm, I'm reading yes. all the articles about this actor said this. 71 Easter eggs from a Mandalorian yep. episode. We're in that. So I'm excited to uh, definitely take the, the Marvel. And hey, DC's got some good things coming. We got, we got the Flash coming. I tell you what, Blue Beetle looks amazing. I don't know if you know anything about him, but I, I'm excited to see where this thing goes. So entertainment will be a fun, like a little happy hour we'll be able to have with this show where me and you can just kick back and just enjoy, you know, some of the some of the fun things that the entertainment business brings so. us. So excited for that one. Next up is relationships. Maybe we can do like a breakdown like once a month on it and we can like have some whiskey, you know what I'm saying? Sit down and just, you know watch watch a live watch something live together or something you know i love that idea i think that'll be awesome so next up we do have uh, relationships now i know we had family earlier in the pillars and me and you talked a little bit about this and the different the different aspects of those two so family we we're obviously talking about your blood you know your your wife your kids your sisters your brothers your parents things like that but relationships can really go any direction i know me and you a lot of times dive into our friend groups, um, people we care about, whether it's even relationships as far as like our bosses, our coworkers, um, people we're dealing with on a client level, things like that. So I'm looking forward to from the relationship side. I, I do feel like I have some some awareness when it comes to this. And, I, and that's one thing I have found recently that my friends reach out to me about is here's scenario A or B, what should I do? And I feel like that's something, those are conversations I enjoy having. I like looking into the different aspects of that. And I do it with my own family. You know, I do it with my wife. I do it with my sisters and my parents. And over the last year or two, it's something I've opened myself up to. I think for a while, it was something that I wasn't as passionate about. And so I kind of held back until I did finally peel back that layer. And I started getting into, you know, the relationships that I'm holding and why am I holding them and, and are they important and are they bringing value and, and all that kind of stuff. And so 
as you continue to get older and you, you have, you know, more people that are part of your life, especially once, you know, a wife and kids become a part, you know, you only, you're only one person. You only have so much that you can offer. And so I think diving into relationships is, is something I'm super excited about as far as, you know, day-to-day scenarios, as far as, you know, what should I do in this scenario? What do you think about this? And, and so forth. So do you have anything particular you're looking forward to with relationships at all, Marcus? You know, it, it just goes back to some of the things that you were mentioning is just the conversations that we're having on a daily basis. You know, the amount of people that come and I'm sure that everybody has friends that, but the amount of people that come to us, like for not, not because they're like, Hey, you know, um, I just need something, but because they really respect the thought process that we give to things and, uh, the things that we stand for, you know, cause that's the thing I'll, when I go to somebody, you know, a friend or coworker, I'm coming to you because I respect like how you go about your business and what you stand for at your core. So I used to struggle a lot with navigating friendships. You know, I think that's something that, that you and I both used to. It's like learning how to just not let, not wait. You know, if you're uncomfortable, if you have a question, if you just have a conversation about it, you know, not jumping to conclusions, not taking things personally, you know, like being true to yourself, but then also Damn, yo, how do I navigate some of these settings? I'm I'm excited to just uh share some of the things that you and I again, like the things that we talk about just on a on a daily basis. No. Yep, for sure. I love that. So second to last, we have growth. Um, this was a late addition to the group. Um, probably our our I think it was our last one that we selected. And I think it was. Potentially could be one of the biggest pillars, though. You know, growth is something that me and you are constantly seeking out, whether it is in different professional areas or we just touched on relationships. I think growth in relationships is important. I think growth as an individual is super important. You know, we, we talked a little bit about some of the trials and tribulations me and you have been through. Well, when you go through those, you got to grow up a little bit and you got to you got to grow and learn from those experiences. So I think growth it will be a great one to talk about. I also think potentially talking about how to grow things like your platform, you know, how, how, how do you go about that? You know, I want to grow in this space. What do you think we should, what I should do? Stuff like that. I know those are conversations I have regularly. How do I grow financially? How can I take myself from point A to point B? I think those are all conversations that me and you do have regularly with, with each other and with people around us. So I'm excited to dive into the growth aspect as we continue to move forward with the growth of this show and the growth of this platform, I think that something that a lot of people always want, I don't think they always understand how to get it. What are your thoughts around growth? Yeah. You know, I'd say, I just, you know, echo more that, that same sentiment, you know, it's a lot of the types of conversations that we're having come from wanting to grow or the growth that's, that's happened in the past, you know, even some of our conversations about, Hey, you know, do we really want to do this? You know, Hey, some of my fears are this, some, you know, some of my fears are that, you know, and just being open. Like, you know, we even had a conversation, you know, where you were talking about some of your fears of, you know, if we did this together and, um, confronting me about some things in the past and where I, maybe I've handled some situations, you know, and for me, that was a great opportunity for me to do like we were saying, number one, take it head on. Number two, not take it personal. And number three, echo the self-awareness that I have that I was not equipped in the past to handle certain stressors or when I got to a certain point, because I just didn't have those tools in my, in my, in my tool bag. I just kind of shut down or other things would happen that would just become new contributing factors or whatnot. So 
I'm really excited to just be a little vulnerable and share some of those more personal things that we've been through because I think that people are too hard on themselves. Like, yo, bro, I can only do what I, what I can do. And I make mistakes and I'm going to always take responsibility for my actions, but then it's my job to not repeat those same actions, you know? And if I need help letting people know, like, like these are just all things that I just really had to learn, you know? And I think that we all, I think we all deal with that type of stuff. And going back to our earlier points in this conversation, like I want people to be the best version of themselves. I want them to, 100%. to learn and to grow from everything they go through. And sometimes that does take listening to a show or a podcast and going, man, that's me, man, that I went through that. And I, I wish I would have handled that differently or man, I, I could use yeah, that. I could yeah. use what they're talking about right now. And I think that I'm going to make those adjustments that they talked about. So. We, we will be open and candid, which I think is going to be cool aspects of the show as far as, you know, our personal experiences and the bad and good that we've went through to get to that point. So hopefully those people that do have the time and the energy to listen, they um, are able to avoid some of the things that mean you potentially had to go through. So growth will be a great one. Can I, can I share one more thing? Yeah, of course. So like, I'll give you guys one example, like one thing that I really had to grow in was understanding that if I'm having a tough time, like it's okay for me to ask for help. Even when people would tell me, Hey, like we're here for you. Hey, like, you know, we got your back. Like, Hey, if there's anything, people could tell me that over and over, but the way that I've been conditioned in that, like, and how I interpreted things from society is like a man, like doesn't ask for help. He gets things done no matter what. He puts his head down. He doesn't take the time to think. And after a while, that just wore on me so much. I just was like so beat down. So that's a huge thing in that growth department, you know, like learning to just tell, like, if I tell you that I'm, it's like, for example, like with Kylie, she knows, like, if I openly say that I'm, that I'm hungry, she's like, we don't got much time. Cause I don't really say, if I say something, it's because it, I, I might say it very subtly, like, man, I'm, I'm having a tough day today. But when I say that, it takes a lot for me to say that. And that's literally like a cry for help. Like I'm at a tough point right now, you know? <laughs> so, you know, it's just stuff like that. I think that we'll be able to share. And if we're not growing, what are we doing? And I think for me, I had to, I had to grow up in a lot of different areas. I think I was making a lot of selfish decisions that led to a lot of consequences that didn't need to happen. And I did learn from them and, and I'm in a better place now. But I think talking about some of those trials and tribulations and the growth that came from that, I think could be very beneficial to somebody who's potentially going through the same thing. So I look forward to that. All right. Last but not least, we have fitness. Marcus, this is where the party started with me and you, man. It started with fitness and it's something that we've always been passionate about. Something always that will be a part of our lives. I actually recently was having a conversation with somebody and, uh, you know, we were talking back and forth about recently how I've made it a priority and things like that. And what was funny still in that conversation is, well, did you just not work out? And I'm like, well, that's not really an option for me. I've actually always worked out, you know, me and you both played collegiate sports. So we went on to play, you know, whether it be professional or semi-professional sports after that and being in the gym, being in weight rooms, that will always be a part of my life for the rest of time. And so I think being able to dive into 
you know, ins and outs of fitness and, and nutrition to an extent, I think will be, will be a fun little topic for us to dive into every once in a while. I know as me and you have continued to get older, we've continued to um, learn more about our bodies, whether that's through blood work, um, whether that's through trial and error of different um, training programs and things like that. So fitness is how me and you's relationship started. I think I was your first probably personal coach. I don't even really know what you called me back then, but that was actually kind of how our relationship started probably 10 years ago. You had reached out to me and you're like, Hey man, I, I respect kind of what you're doing and, and some of the stuff I was putting out there. Like, do you have, do you have any capacity to take on a client? And at that point, I don't think I had had a personal client yet, especially not an online one, which is what you were. I didn't and, know that. Uh, you know, I remember, I remember sitting in my apartment and thinking about you and, and writing out these, these programs that were going to bring you back to greatness. You know, you had gone through some struggles, um, to, that you needed to kind of work your way back up. And I would say that you were my first case study when it ever came to fitness and, and you kind of set um, a good tempo for me as far as the rest of my career there in the fitness space for almost 10 years, you're kind of the, the catapult in that. So that was really cool. And so I think that's a, that's a fun pillar. Yeah, that's cool. Do you remember those days of, of me being your coach back in the day? <laughs> yeah. I remember the reason that I had reached out to you is because, you know, just, the way that you trained and, you know, that's also a part of the reason that the gym was so successful and stuff that you guys had, because the way that you trained was just, it was just so very well, very well-rounded, especially that was at a time when being in the CrossFit community, it was very easy to get into a very like pure CrossFit style of training. And you and I were unorthodox in that world because we still thought that the use of isolation lifts and things like that for performance, which is exactly what the whole industry turned into. Just Metcons were just a part of being, being strong and a lot of the rhetoric changed, but I'll give you guys actually interesting story on that. So like that was when I was coming off the blood clots and I was like, I was cleared for training and I hit you up immediately. And, uh, during that time I had been out for like 16 months. I couldn't train. I just, I messed around and did some stuff here and there, but when I came back from training fully, I was, after we did our program, I was able to drop lunge 275. I could, I could like rep 315, like on box squats, 20 reps easy. I was like hang cleaning like 310 within like just a couple months. I I mean, I just got my, all my strength and everything. And it, and it was a, it was a, a case study because I was like, dude, just come with me on this journey. Cause I'm not eating meat and I'm barely getting hundred grams of protein. And you're like, all right, let's do it. And then even as you were hearing the numbers, you were like, bro, this is like, this is actually like kind of crazy that you're able to do this stuff. It was an interesting time for both of us. Cause it was like a, something that we had never, you know, ever really been through. But I think just, you know, as we're going into, you know, I'm 39, you know, and so I've gone through these different phases of fitness where, you know, with volume and, and the time I want, sometimes I didn't want to be in the gym longer than 40 minutes, you know, now I'm, you know, boxing and lifting weights and lifting five, six times a week. And I think that just wanting to move now, it's really just more about looking and feeling good and being able to move for the long haul. And, you know, a lot of our peers, you know, that, that used to be them and they've kind of lost that. Maybe they want to get it back or, you know, people just want to live healthier lives. So, I mean, look, we do it every day. So we're going to talk about it. And hopefully I'll have my first fight soon here. Oh, you about to strap up with somebody? 
You know what I'm saying? Man, I was trying to get into the fight. So we had some fights this weekend from my gym because my coach, uh, he runs a Dallas Fight Club. He used to be like a part of like the California Boxing Commission. But like we got some dogs in that gym. And, um, you know, I started boxing last fall, maybe a total of like four months total I boxed. But I did a lot of sparring and I fought with some badasses. And I'm like, bro, if you don't got a goal. You know, if you're not challenging yourself, getting uncomfortable, what am I doing? So, and also I'm just trying to stay dangerous. You know what I'm saying? So I'll, I'm going to get in there with somebody. Hey, that's crazy, bro. You you can miss me with that. I'll be playing my uh, 5 a.m. pickup hoops. I'll get my fix there. I'm not, I'm not strapping up a nobody. I'm going to tell you that right now. Unless it's in defense of my wife or my kids, I'm not strapping up with nobody. So. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I think, you know, going back to the fitness subject, I think that's what's probably going to be the coolest part for the listeners is our experience in so many different areas. You know, uh, we talked about we were both collegiate athletes. So I was in the football space. You played basketball. And then we talked about our experience inside of the CrossFit space, which me and you both dived into for a long extended period of time, had a lot of experience there. And then I moved on to Olympic weightlifting with me and my wife. You know, my wife was a national weightlifter so being able to coach her and, and train alongside her i remember that and then getting into sports performance i was the strength conditioning coach at a university for two years and so um i think just we all need to move i think that that's pretty clear as you look around the, the nation right now we all need to move in some capacity but i think our ability to be able to dive into the different realms of fitness whether it is strength conditioning whether it is even a bodybuilding style that i've been training in lately or, you know, slinging barbells, heavy, all that different kind of stuff. I'm excited to to continue to to dive into the, the fitness because, like you mentioned, it's a, it's a huge part of our lives. It's not going anywhere, so we might as well talk about it and uh, provide a little bit of insight as far as, as some of that goes. And I think that, you know, our audience is probably going to be potentially struggling in that area as we have at times. So I think, you know, sometimes hearing some other conversation around, you know, what to do, how to do it, you know, the potentials of, even what a quick walk can do, you know, finding different areas of fitness, whether it's riding a bike, playing basketball. I think, I think there's a lot of different um, conversations we can have inside there that are going to be very insightful. So I, so I look forward to that. All right, Marcus. So that wraps up um, our eight subjects. Is there any particular one that you are a little more excited for um, in comparison to the rest? If I were to look at them, I would say... Probably family and it's it's somewhere between family and relationships and then growth would be like a one B. I'm not I'm not I'm not sure, but family and relationships, like those are those are two things that I think that why do you work? You know, why do you get up every day and do the things that you do? Why do you take the time to, you know, invest in, you know, having a partner and having a family and having people close, like what all the, those things that you do wanting money and all those things, it all comes back to those two things at its core, you know, and the interactions that we have. So, you know, I, I think that's kind of where it goes for me. What about, what about for you? Um, mine's probably a recency bias, but I'm going to say sports right now because the Boston Celtics are currently up one to zero with the Atlanta Hawks. The Patriots haven't been that fun to talk about, but um, I am excited about the NBA playoffs and potentially what my favorite team could do. So I'm going to go ahead and lean into sports now. That will be the fun one. Um, I do think probably relationships for me. That's something I would say since January, I've really started to dive into with, with people I care about is, you know, why are we communicating with the people that we are the way we are, you know, 
why did this fallout happen? What can I learn from it? How can I help? Is there is there a bridge I can build that will help uh, mend that relationship? Things like that. So I really like the inter- the relationships conversation. I think that that's going to have a lot of legs as we continue to move forward. And business. I think right now I'm in an exciting time. I'm learning a lot of no- new stuff, trying things out. I-, I have a good experience in a lot of different areas. So I think being able to dive into different business options and, and things people can apply to their small businesses to kind of take them up a level very quickly. Uh, I enjoy those conversations. It's what I'm passionate about, which I've been fortunate to find a career in. So I think probably, probably those two, but I would say it's a little recency bias with the current uh, situation up there in Boston right now. <laughs> no, I feel that. I like, I love that's, I like that though. And again, like you said, I mean, I think everybody wants to like live life. I think it's fair to say that everyone wants they're working because they want to find a way to live life on their own terms. You know? So when you have a small business and you want to grow that into a larger business, it's like you're doing it so you can have the things you want, the interactions you want, the time you want and the reward you want, you know, maybe one of those, maybe all those from what it is that you're doing. So yeah, man. All right. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on the grateful eight. Thank you guys for joining Appreciate you guys learning a little bit more about what we are about. We look forward to diving into these eight pillars as this show evolves. Be sure to follow us on social channels as well as we will continue to push out content as need be. Look for two episodes every week starting this week here at the Grateful Eight Show.